Welcome to Tech for PD, the web show on technology for product development. I'm Chad Jackson, one of your hosts. Hi, and I'm Jim Brown. I'm your other host for today. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a topic near and dear to my heart. We're going to talk about the use of social computing and social technologies for product development. Um, I think it's important to understand what blogs and wikis and all of the new ways to communi communicate uh, via the internet, um, how they're changing business, particularly product development. First off, uh, we want to set the stage, so provide some context to the conversation. Next, Jim and I are going to debate it, uh, essentially if social is really ready for product development. And then after that, uh, we're going to have our crystal ball session, which is where we look into the future of social in the industry. And then finally, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to show you the consequence for the loser of the last episode. This time around, what we've decided to do is that uh, whoever gets the fewer votes, the loser, if you'd like to call Chad that, uh, will be getting a Tech 4 PD tattoo. Now, it's only a temporary tattoo, but we think it's going to be pretty big and maybe placed in an unusual location. We haven't quite <laughs> figured that one out yet, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. I want to get that image out of my head. Let's Thanks. do that. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get started. Why exactly are we talking about social technologies and product development? Well, if you look at the impact that social media has had on our personal lives, uh, it's, it's been pretty dramatic. And, and I think the impact on our business lives is gonna be relatively significant as well. And social technologies, you know, we may not be, you know, on Facebook, it may be a picture of Aunt Tilda's new dress. Um, this could be a picture of a prototype or a new product idea. Um, instead of an update of going to the mall with a, you know, with a friend, we're talking about a status issue about uh, mechanical assembly. So I, I think that natural way of communicating is really gonna transform nicely over to business mm -hmm. and make a big difference. Well, it certainly has translated into a lot of new solutions out there that include social technologies in them. So you look at uh, some examples like PTC Social Link, uh, you have Autodesk PLM 360 that has some social capabilities in that. You have Siemens PLM's uh, uh, AWS, as well as Dassault's uh, 3D Swim product. Yeah, and, and smaller vendors as well. I mean, yep. you've seen a lot of startups and a lot of people doing some interesting things in this area. Um, Nuages, obviously a great example there. Mm -hmm. um, Vooch, yeah, you could probably even include Canesto in there. Yeah. Um, Team Platform, uh, OneDesk, I mean, there's a whole slew of people doing this. So our debate today is about social computing and is it ready and is it viable for business? Chad, why don't you start? Yeah, sure, sure. So I read a, a blog post by Tammy Erickson over the Harvard Business Review not too long ago on this exact topic. Uh, and she talked about the difficulty in applying social technologies to collaboration environments as opposed to formalized environments because it's really hard to manage the technology change. Um, collaboration is more ad hoc. It's, it it kind of happens organically. So I, I'm of the opinion that social technologies really can't be applied successfully to collaboration environments on a broad scale. I think they're far more successful if you apply them to formalized efforts. Right. Uh, so this is, this is an interesting debate because I see it entirely the opposite way. I think that there's <laughs> great use of social computing in, in formal environments and working through new business processes. And, and for people that know me, I'm big about process change and process improvement. In this particular case, I think that ad hoc collaboration is actually the first place and the <laughs> easiest place 
to go ahead and start using social computing and using this more natural way of interacting. Yeah. Well, here's the big issue that I see is that, you know, if you compare change to collaboration and the technology used for collaboration, it's so different from, say, process change. With process change, you have an as-is and a to-be state, and you can manage the movement from one to the other. That really doesn't exist in collaboration today. So, so for example, you know, if you look at product ideation, if you look at engineering knowledge management, those are initiatives that are formalizing, right? So I think it can be successfully used there, but in kind of ad hoc engineering and design collaboration, I just, I don't see it. Yeah. So, you know, I think there are ways to re-engineer re and re-architect business models. There's all kinds of great new processes you can put in place. Um, and I think those are further out. I think they're far reaching types of approaches. Hmm. Um, the thing is people are doing this today. People are collaborating today, whether they're using a, a formal PLM system. Uh, a lot of times they're not, they're bypassing their formal systems and they're using, it's been FTP or using information via email. And now they're starting to explore a lot of the things that are out there that aren't made to share sensitive data. They're sharing information on things um, on a, a Dropbox or shared folders um, on the web and, and the information is out there and it's unsecure, but that's mm. just happening. And it's because it's, a, it's such a natural way to share information, Yeah, I think it's inevitable. So the, the ad hoc is the easy place to start where you don't have to redefine all your business processes. Yeah, well luckily this is not the matrix where it is inevitable. Uh, you get to choose who's right. <laughs>
<laughs> Not quite. So uh, now's the time actually when we transition to talk about and actually show you uh, what the loser from the last episode had to do uh, as a consequence. So let's take a look. That's right, folks, this time around, uh, I didn't get as many votes. I didn't lose, I just didn't get the most votes. Uh, so this last Friday, I went to the PLM Innovation Conference in Atlanta, Georgia, where not only did I have to attend, dressed like this, I also had to present. I feel like I need to explain this. <laughs> Next question, who am I? The red shirt guy that always dies in the first five minutes of the episode. <laughs> That's me. So that's it. Until next time, live long and curse you, Jim Brown. So thank you for tuning into this episode. Uh, we'd especially like to thank our sponsors, PTC and Autodesk, for making this edition of Tech4PD possible. Yeah. Also, thank you for tuning in today. We hope it's been valuable. See you next time.